0: I like slack people whenever I'm um, just like expect yeah. them to ignore. I don't have like slack notifications. I don't even have my work email connected to my phone. Like where would you even see that you have your work email connected to your phone?
1: Yeah, I do. You don't. I, I, yeah. a lot of people don't, and I don't get that, but I guess a lot of my job is like, I don't know around emails and communication, but like for slack, like I, I tell people like slack is not, asynchronous communication it's it's asynchronous like if i slack you and you like don't see it or you see it and you're busy like just ignore it or like if i slack you at like 503 and you're like i just logged off then like fucking respond the next day yeah that's yeah i think that's like slack etiquette 101 is like it's okay to slack people whenever because like otherwise you're gonna forget yeah but it's also like super okay to ignore it
0: but what about email then you think email is different
1: who uses email
0: i actually do not but you're the one that you have your work email on your phone
1: well yeah because like for what okay hear me out let's say i'm like walking the dog in the morning having a chill morning and then and i'm like i've got an hour until my first meeting but then somebody like creates a meeting invite in that time You know, like, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's because it connects to my calendar. I don't know. Plus, like, what if I think of an email I want to send, you know? (laughs)
0: uh, I mean, I hate this for you, but, um, (laughs) I hear what you're saying. I guess, yeah, the, the calendar thing has been like sort of annoying for me lately. But I feel like, I don't know, boundaries. Yeah. I feel like boundaries.
1: But I'm also like the type of person who like boundaries for me also means like being able to like work when I want to. If that makes sense. And like if I'm somewhere and I don't have my computer and I just want to like get through some emails so that it's like it's yeah. done now. Especially if I'm like sitting in like an Uber or something like.
0: Yeah, I've seen I don't you want do to be that. One of those,
1: Yes, I don't want to be one of those, like, hyper-optimization people, but if that's time that I'm just sitting there and I've already done the crossword puzzle for the day, <laughs> I'm going to respond <laughs> to some Are emails. you doing
0: the crossword puzzle? Is that something you just said to be, like, on the podcast? Like, actually, no, I No, that's,
1: like, literally, like, the way that my brain works is, like, when I pick up my phone because I have dead time, it's like, okay, obviously I've done the Wordle today because it's the first thing I do. <laughs> have I done today's crossword puzzle? okay now time to look at my email
0: <laughs> oh my god i mean what about just like zoning out what's that you ever tried that what about just like giving your mind a break i've heard that's good for you you know what i really want
1: french fries i want french fries too i've been thinking
0: about it like all week that i really want some french fries but
1: oh uh, my I brain feel just like, like exploded
0: I want French fries with, like, a good atmosphere and, like, an Aperol <laughs> spritz. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I want French fries, <laughs> like, like at dusk, like, with a good view.
1: Did you just, like, come <laughs> up with, I want to go to a bar tonight, but the reason I'm there is the French fries. Yeah.
0: That's uh-huh. the vibe. And it's, like, Okay.
1: It's funny because my version was like, in my brain, I was like, take out french fries in a greasy bag sitting in front of my TV. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. different.
0: Very different. Very different fry vibes. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I feel I need someone to do that with. I need someone to go with me so that I can get french
1: fries. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going alone to get french fries, but I hear you. Yeah. Like,
0: no. Yeah. Um, alright. Do you wanna do a podcast? Yeah. Is there anything else? What else? I don't know, I'm in <laughs> I don't know. Uh it's been a tough week. Okay, yeah. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> it's been a tough week. What the fuck ever? Um Okay. Well, I'm Raimi, that's Robbie, and this is I Would Never Know, a podcast.
1: that intro <laughs> oh my god I mean, talking about slack etiquette and then i want french fries
0: <laughs> i like really I i've french been thinking about too. it i mean okay ever since you came to visit me i've been thinking of, have i gotten like actual good chicken tenders no
1: oh my god like um, okay
0: chicken tenders honey mustard dipping sauce and ketchup always like the two need to be there. Good fries, crispy mm. fries. Wait, what is your like preferred fry? Because I don't like a soggy fry.
1: No one likes a soggy fry. Well, people who like people soggy like, fries are sus. Those people, are sus.
0: People like soggy fries.
1: Yeah, like Proud Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like if, if you if you like a soggy fry, I just have a feeling that you wear, like, you tuck your shirt into your khakis and oh, geez. you probably own tiki torches for sus reasons.
0: I am also against khakis
1: yeah almost like in 2022
0: against the color khaki as well i own like khaki things and every time i'm like does this look too much like a khaki even if it's like a skirt i'm like oh no
1: Mm, i think the only like time that that color is okay is on like burberry because it's classic
0: yeah even yeah even then depends on who's wearing it even then depends on what the how it's styled but oh wait i need to hear your fry
1: my yeah my fry i like them i do like them crispy i like them definitely like really crispy Mm -hmm. like well done Mm -hmm. um i
0: shape shape and
1: um, like a thin (laughs) like i like them thin but not like not like super thin not like like shoestring thin yeah but like um i mean like a quarter of an inch maybe um
0: i agree with that and i just like them like like steak fries I feel like those are just, like, basically, at that point, it's just, like, a side of potatoes. Like, you might as well just give me those, like, tiny potatoes cut up.
1: I also hate fries where it's, like, base, like, they're so mushy on the inside that they're basically just, like, handheld mashed potatoes. It's
0: upsetting. Oh, you just said that and my stomach turned.
1: Okay, also, like, I'm gonna be straight up, like, waffle fries? Meh.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I like a waffle fry, but I'm always just... Like, I'm never craving it. I always would just go for a regular fry. Like, Ooh, you What know.
1: about spiral fries? Same.
0: Curly Same. Fries, curly fries. I fry, don't know. Yeah.
1: They're, like, fun. I'm, maybe I'm a child, but, like, when I eat curly fries, I'm just, like, I'm enjoying myself.
0: I just... I, I don't need to overcomplicate it, but I hear you. Okay. What about, like, what do you like on your fries also? Okay. Oh. Do you like a mayonnaise? First of all, okay, there's a few here... I'm getting passionate. <laughs> I'm getting passionate. Hold on. There's a few things, right? Cuz it's like, what do you like to dip it in? Are you a mayonnaise person? That's a question. And then there's also the question of do you like a loaded fry? Do you like a cheesy fry? Do you like oh,
2: um Okay. What are
0: those like, you know, those like people put like seasoning on fries, like different kinds of seasonings, you know?
1: Oh, like um like truffle fries yeah. and like I okay, so I'm going to be Straight up. So for the longest time, I did not eat mayo because I thought it was gross. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, ate it. And I was like, oh, actually, mayo is pretty cool. Um mayo's really spicy, though. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> 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 no, but I do love a good mayo, like, you know. I, w- I, I mean, so I, I have, like, literally about 20 different hot sauces in my fridge. Mm-hmm. And so I love doing, like, a good, like, mayo and hot sauce, you know, little blend there. Yeah. Um, I am weird i will start off with that i personally enjoy malt vinegar on my fries
0: oh my mom loves that i love that's
1: it really well classic. i also love vinegar i love vinegar i think it's just delicious um
0: wait where when did you start doing like where did you like because that's like my mom was like raised by like like british boarding school people oh yeah so. very
1: different um you're gonna hate this uh five guys I was really five, guys, and did they, five they just, guys does that I, I think it was a Five Guys. That's I would have to so assume funny. because every time I go to Five Guys, they have the malt there and I put it in the cup. And I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I love vinegar. So I was like, okay, it's tangy. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is like any, like, um, this is like weird, but like like Japanese curry mm-hmm. or like I love Japanese curry, like just dipping fries in it. I was just talking mm-hmm. to my wife about this last night because we were having Japanese curry. And I was like, I want French fries. Yeah. Um, that does. Loaded that fries. I'll eat a loaded fry, but mm-hmm. like it's not my go to no, like I mean, I don't know, I um, mean yeah, I'll eat, like
0: most things,
1: yeah, but... and then like truffle fries like never actually have truffle on them, it's just like truffle like, like it's fine, it's just fries with like some sort of like seasoned salt, basically, mm-hmm. um, but like I do like like you know like I mean Cajun fries, I guess are fine, I'm all about the dipping sauce, I'm not about the dry rubs, you know, although. Uh, Wingstop, never their been. Fries. Don't know it. Oh my god, their fries are so good, and they have like um, they have uh, like lemon pepper seasoning that you can get on the fries.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> where is where, where is a Wingstop?
1: There's got to be one near you. I'm looking. Is up there right a Wingstop in Boston? Um, there's one in Eastie, and I lived in Eastie, and so I used to go there all the time. My friends knew like if they were coming over my house like for like mm-hmm. some sort of gathering of like. More people than I cared to cook for. We were getting wings <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> um, okay. All
1: right. What's your, what's your What's your assessment?
0: Oh, I need a regular fry. It needs to be, like, a well-done fry. I don't need any of the mm-hmm. other stuff. I am happy with ketchup, but I will do, like, mixing the mayonnaise and the ketchup, which I know, like, grosses people yeah. out. And I don't know no. why I started to do that, but I have started doing that
1: so i know that you're not like a fast food person but like literally every single special sauce or secret sauce at every single fast food place is just ketchup and mayo mixed really (laughs) yeah it's not that weird
0: okay cool because like i feel like i don't know i don't really know why i start doing that but and this is important i they can't be giving me organic ketchup
1: What it like, who does that?
0: I went out, I went out the other day, and first of all, they took forever giving me my ketchup, and then I got it, and it was like, they had (laughs) just made the ketchup themselves, like, was the vibe, and I was like, I hate this, give me Heinz, I want my, like, corn syrup, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean?
1: High fructose corn syrup, yeah. yeah. And, like, red, red coloring.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't want, like... I'm already eating French fries. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like who? Ugh, organic. I'm sorry. I, Some things, like, are sacred.
0: It's just. If you're eating. Like, I'm not eating ketchup to be healthy.
1: No. You like, know? who would ever do that? Who would be like, I'm just going to get an organic ketchup? Like, I shut hate up. It. That's like those people. Let's, uh, like, buy Chloe. They have these. Oh, yeah. um, those, those. Um, yeah the fake hot dogs that are just carrots
0: no oh that's so rude it's
1: It's like a roasted carrot or whatever and like they had a whole ad campaign with kobayashi and i was like every time i saw it i was just like i you make me so angry
0: that's like actually rude. that's actually
1: rude fucked up like like, don't you can't take the least help like literally like do you want to know what's in a hot dog no no one wants to know what's in a hot dog (laughs) Like, but we eat it because we're American and we love hot dogs. (laughs)
0: Because we're American.
1: (laughs) We're American. I mean, we
0: eat it because for right now, it's not like sometimes it's just about like having a nice thing to eat, sometimes it's just about like enjoying eating the hot dog. Like, I'm not.
1: Okay. A carrot? I need to. Okay. The reason that I know about this is because I used to work with a vegan Mm. who would always make us go there for lunch. Yeah. And so, I so I worked for this this person, yeah. and this actually transitions nicely into our our topic I think of the day. Um, working for a vegan is kind of hard. <laughs> no, like I remember one time, like I ordered bacon, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Have fun getting cancer from that fried pig asshole." i was like what
0: that's insane
1: i think he literally thought that bacon was the the butthole of the pig
0: i mean also it doesn't matter
1: yeah it doesn't matter also i mean we're we eating ass like at least you're it's eating it's the full animal
0: if you're eating that <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah
0: but um also yeah I feel like that is saying more about like the place you worked than working.
1: Oh, it says a lot about him. I, and my response to him was, "Hey, you want to uh, you want to run to the end of the block and see who passes out from malnutrition?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't get over the carrot thing, but okay, all right. We've no, been like it's not okay. Over, we've been talking for a while. All right, this Today is important we're important stuff. About interviews, interviewing,
1: interviews. So, what's what what particularly about? interviews
0: i mean all of it running the gamut i mean what was your interview I when like start... at this place
1: oh yeah okay uh
0: did you ask so... were you like is a question you asked um so is your being is my manager being vegan gonna affect my
1: My manager is decidedly not vegan, I found out, and that was very nice. Um, No. uh, So I will say management interviews are uh, personally way better than IC interviews. There's no leak coding. And if there is, like, you're not interviewing for a manager role. Um, There's, it's really, a lot of it is like, storytelling and you know getting to know you and like learning about your values and like I don't know whether or not you can and want to do what they need right now from a leader um so I like that a lot uh and then um there's also given like the situation there was a like you know if you find a role where like I don't know if you're at a point in your career where you're, it's like quite obvious what you have to offer like there's a lot of selling from them and that's the hard part is interviewing the company mm-hmm. um more so than like you know having i mean obviously you need to impress them too like um Would there you, was a um mm-hmm. yeah god
0: oh i want to give us the so i'll give the engineering rundown you give the managerial rundown like oh, what, like what to all expect. the stages
1: were just okay. like
0: generally what to expect for those of us
1: sure who I don't know Um, haven't done
0: it before aren't in tech
1: so for managerial like they're gonna ask you a lot of questions about like they'll wanna know like what the size of teams you've managed before are they'll wanna know like how you manage because there's a lot of different ways to manage right I'm very hands off Um, I do a lot of like mentorship I do a lot of coaching from the sidelines that might be what they want that might not be what they want for this role it's a small enough company that they do need me to be doing some IC work in like the mean ter- midterm. So like they'll just they wanted to get to know like what my strengths and what my interests are. Oh, are you doing IC work? Um, kind of. Are you coding? Um yeah. <gasps> a, a little like so our, I'm building out like something along with other people like mm-hmm. filling in gaps where it's needed, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is nice cuz I kind of miss that. Um and that's just as we're running towards series B and then you know, I it also like they were not expecting to hire um a director. They were looking for like a team lead and I basically was like you should probably hire me as a director and they were like you know what you're right um so there's a bit of a Mm -hmm. um bridging the gap that's that startup life baby um wait
0: okay let me ask
1: you i have a lot
0: of questions because i actually don't know a lot about the manager like interview process what okay what's like the format for most like not for your company specifically but for most manager interviews like
1: St- like yeah.
0: whether it's like a startup or like a big company like how like how many round like what is a event
1: <laughs> yeah i mean there's usually a lot more rounds because they want a lot of people to meet you and get perspectives on you um it's like i said it's very conversational so like tell me about a time when you um you know like how do you like when you had a project that you know the engineers were taking too long to execute on or there's a lot of performance management that's a Mm -hmm. big thing like everyone asked me about like tell me about a time when you had someone on your team who was not performing well Mm -hmm. um and how did you handle that um and it it, yeah
0: how do you (laughs) interrupting this how do you how do you handle someone who's not performing Um, well give us like the two minute one minute
1: like so i say that like you know i'm not a very dogmatic person in general, not a very dogmatic manager, but that's when it comes to like um somebody who's underperforming, that's the one time, well one of the times I should say, that I think you need to do everything by the book. There needs to be company policy in line um because these are like first off you're dealing with somebody's career, but you're as soon as you get into like underperformance management, you're getting into lawsuit territory. Um in the sense that like if you do anything wrong, the company's There's a liability for the company. Um, And so uh, it's very important to document, document, document. Like everything, as soon as you're like some things... I mean, first off, you should always be documenting everything that's... Not everything, but like, you know, taking notes on how your interactions are with with the people that report to you, how they're doing. Because you want to be able to make cases to promote them and things like that. Um, But also you want to be able to say like, oh, I see a trend where this person's being less engaged. uh, They're not delivering as much, etc. You have that all documented... Um, you know talk to them about um, you know just try I, I, the first thing I try to do is like figure out what's going on because I'd say nine times out of ten if somebody's underperforming it's because something's going on in their personal life um, and like you should have created an environment where somebody can talk to you about like hey I have a lot of doctor's appointments because of this thing or hey my kid's not doing well in school and that's you know become a big mm-hmm. uh, emotional and time like commitment for me you know things like that um and so first i just try to do that human thing like figure out like is something going on um that tends to fix a lot of problems because like if you can make affordances for people or if you can like just help them you know coach them through it that's great um if things really start to take a nosedive though um you always act as quickly as possible you inform your direct like whoever manages you um hey i'm having this concern you want to inform hr when it becomes like okay Mm. we're probably gonna have to do something um if your company does have a pip process which most do pip um uh performance improvement plan Uh. um yeah one of those which basically means like so on on the legal side of things you have to like basically document that you've tried to like coach the person through this and that they were not able to get there Mm -hmm. um
2: Long and process.
1: so it is a bit of a process but it can move pretty quickly um, um i mean basically I a lot wanna, of times
0: i'm sorry i just want to point yeah. out how happy i am that i'm not familiar with that acronym
1: yeah that's <laughs> sorry, actually really I was awesome
0: just like, oh no when you said performance i would like something inside of me like shriveled up a little bit anyway go on go on
1: no i mean as especially as a former employee of the big uh <laughs> giant company that you used to work for i'm i'm surprised um but that's good no that's that's great um, um no and then and then basically like you want to you want to just talk to the person because like the, the worst thing that could happen in these situations is that they become a bit of like a, a black hole of morale on your team yeah oh yeah um that's my biggest concern is like and and you know you talk to them like a human like hey are you not happy here like do you want to be here and a lot of times, like, the answer's actually no, yeah. but it's hard for them to get to that. And then you just be like, hey, look, you know what? How about this? For the next two, like, for the next month, like, or two, I don't, I have very low expectations for your output. Go look for a job. Uh-huh. I'll help you out. No, you know, that's things like nice. that.
0: Wait, cool. so.
1: Yeah, you got to manage them out, basically, yeah, in, a, in a positive way. That's
0: nice. Um, okay, so you've just given the manager answer so you've just coached whoever is listening through how to answer that particular question okay so um wait so keep going with like what the management yeah. process is
1: um ideologies behind hiring as well like how are you how would you build a team like what do you look I have for a question. Like that. yeah
0: is each of these a different interview like like it what? be yeah and it, who are you it, it varies to? so
1: much. It varies so much. Yeah. Like, um, if it's a small startup, like, the CEO could be asking you all these questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a big company, you know, you could be basically going through rounds where, like, different employees have been given a list of questions to ask you. Um, if you're, so,
0: okay, let's talk bigger company because that's, like, standardized.
1: Okay. If, and I have, I will say, I have mm-hmm. less experience with bigger company interviews. Um, especially because like I use them a lot of times I use them for practice. And so I bail like early on, but there were a few that I got, yeah, you know, pretty far through.
0: I mean, that's honestly a pretty good tip. I do that too. If you're interviewing, here's tip number one. Da, 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 da. put all of the interviews that you don't care about at the beginning that's your practice <laughs> like, yeah absolutely legit like and you gotta just do it too is what it's I your think. scrimmage
1: match it's your scrimmage basically like yeah like people like practice mm-hmm. by reading books and stuff yeah. and doing lead coding but like that's not real practice that's like preparing to practice the practice or the actual interviews
0: i think i mean At least for engineering interviews, and I guess we can talk... We'll we'll get into, like, what that actually is. I think that you should just almost just have one right away to get rid of the fear. I feel like it's, like, you know, it's scary, this, that, the other. You're just... You gotta... Like, rip the Band-Aid on failure is <laughs> not what I think.
1: Rip the Band-Aid on failure. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but you're right. Like, that's actually... Whenever I find myself needing to look for a job or want to look for a job, I immediately have an interview with a company, a specific company, that rhymes with Schmoogle. <laughs> because I personally, I personally plan on never working for Schmoogle. Um, and so... I I will take that interview. It'll get the uh, I also like there's a good chance you're gonna fail the Shmoogle or the mm-hmm. Shmamazon or the Schmacebook interviews. Oh, excuse um, you, uh
0: Shmega? I don't even know. I don't even know Shma- what <laughs> Did, Did you just say schmegma? Did you just say
1: Smegma? What that
0: company is oh, called. Shmetta. Shmetta? <laughs> <Shetta. laughs>
1: Feta. I don't know okay. what that yeah, company okay. is
0: called at this point. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I was like at work watching, um, I don't know, I was learning something.
2: <laughs>
0: Probably something about Docker um, or like AWS. or I don't know. Schmacher. Um And someone was like, do you want to be part of a... I can't even... As soon as they change the F to something else, I'm getting confused. What did they say? Oh. Um, Fang, mang? They mang? said mang. They said, "Do you want to work at a mang company?" And oh my like, god. No, like what is that? Like mango? Like I, <laughs> I did not follow at all. Like as soon as they, I was like, "Wow, we're really just changing it like that." And like, I guess for reference, like. I think we already said this, but Fang is, like, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google. Like, that's the big tech companies that people, yeah. like, want to work for.
2: Quotes, well,
0: quotation marks want to work quotes. for. Air quotes. Yeah. But now it's meta, Amazon, Apple, whatever, whatever.
1: Which I think you should rearrange it to be manga.
0: You should. They should.
1: Or they should just, like, stop. i just
0: got so stressed out about it i was like what is this person saying i've completely (laughs) lost the thread sorry i lost the thread of whatever we're talking about too it's
1: okay (laughs) um can (laughs) i just say though like i just i'm gonna i get so frustrated by how many people like with all these layoffs going on with how many people keep saying i don't want to work at a startup because i want stability yeah and like netflix just laid off like what was it like hundred and twenty-five or two hundred? Two percent, 150, Two percent right? of mostly recruiters, mostly by recruiters, the way. Yeah, which like means hiring freeze, which means potential layoffs. I mean, Facebook is 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 ter- actually like rescinding offers. Like, oh, I don't...
0: Yeah, they uh, the rescindment of offers. Oof, oh, that's tough.
1: Is that a word? Rescindment. I don't know. What I said. Rescind... It. I did okay. say it. No, it's... yeah, you did. So it must be.
0: Can I tell you a story? Should we get back on track? I don't really care um, to, but... I
1: have a feeling this is going to be a very long <laughs> series of series of, of, of podcasts about interviews, but tell me a story.
0: Um, I feel like it's fine to tell because I didn't actually get it, but in 2018, when I was graduating college, I desperately wanted to work at Etsy. Did you know this? Did I tell you this? No,
1: I had no idea. I
0: wanted to work at Etsy so so badly it was my dream company the there was like a woman oh you know what actually this was 2017 because i was interviewing for like an internship but mm. um because the person in a grade above me like you know one of the only other women it like in the comp sci program started working at etsy and i was like i've got an in they're gonna interview me <laughs> i went to new york city Like, they brought me to New York City. They showed me their yoga studio in their office. I was like, this is my dream company. I'm going to work here. I'm never going to leave. Yada, yada, yada. Um, And, of course, like, I bombed the interviews. I didn't get it. I was so confused. I was heartbroken. Meanwhile, I had already had an offer from, you know, that big company <laughs>
2: that yeah.
0: I did. And I was like, I hate this. Literally a month later, Etsy was like, we're rescinding all our offers. And um, yeah, all of the new grads were out of a job. They laid off people, wow. yada, yada. And I was like, lucky.
1: Yeah, you dodged a bullet I there. dodged a,
0: I was like.
1: You dodged a hand crocheted <laughs> bespoke bullet.
0: <laughs> um which is also interesting cuz now i look at etsy and i'm like they're doing fine.
1: Um or are they not? Are they?
0: I don't know. I thought
1: they? i heard something. I well, mean, they this got was in bought, 2017. Yeah. Uh wait, who owns Etsy now? No. No, never mind. Etsy bought Reverb. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I think like there's a lot of like there's always controversy with Etsy like
0: Is there? I wonder if yeah, it's like, a yoga the, studio. Oh,
1: God. The sellers, like... <laughs> they, <laughs> I really like, wonder that. <laughs> the, the sellers went on strike because of, uh, like, I think they hiked the rates again.
2: Mm.
1: But, like, I don't know. That's that's always going to be a point of contention, I'm sure.
0: But it, it um, is sort of these ups and downs of, like... Everyone was like, oh, my gosh. Like, Etsy had layoffs. What? Because, I mean, remember, this is also me coming in to the workforce for the first time and like Mm -hmm. then suddenly seeing layoffs and being like oh my god what literally Um,
1: the rest of your life is gonna be seeing layoffs well yeah
0: but i was just like oh wow i guess etsy is just like done as a company (laughs) uh um Uh, anyway yeah sorry yeah you were you were making a point about um big companies instability so please oh yeah that just, Netflix, just no. yeah
1: i just i just i think I, i'm just like there's no stability and <laughs> like that's just our career and i think optimizing for i say this a million times so in like i guess interviewing tip number two
2: mm-hmm.
1: optimizing for longevity when you're looking for a new role is like a fool's errand because it's the one thing that you have zero control over Like you have no control over whether or not your company is going to just shut down three months later or whether or not you're going to get laid off or whether or not you're just going to be like miserable in a year or two and be like, actually, I don't want to be here for five years. Like, so there's just so much so many better things to optimize for. Um,
0: I mean, I agree with part of that. I do think. I don't know if you are working at Schmoogle. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I feel like I'm. Go- we're put. I'm putting an M in places where there shouldn't be an M. I don't know what well, I'm doing. Schmoogle works. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Um,
1: Schmegma. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Oh, like if you're like on a team that's like super important, but then if you're on that team, that just sounds awful to me.
1: I mean, but even then, like, if you're on a team that's super important, then, like, you're also directly in, like, line of fire for optimizations, you know? And I don't know. I don't think... I think it's impossible to optimize for longevity. I really do. Like, even even the teams that are important, things happen.
0: Things happen. I think that, you know, the probability decreases, but I also think we're engineers, so... Potentially, you should be able to get a job. I mean,
1: I my recent job was managing the team that, like, I know. built the website and the I team know. that was responsible for the conversion rate of a, uh, a mm-hmm. well-established D to C brand. And I thought, well, they can't, they won't have a website without me. They won't have conversion rate without me. Mm-hmm. And then they just were like, actually, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna outsource everything.
0: See that? Okay but optimize for um is it a tech-based product and then optimize for how well can you tell if leadership knows what they're doing
1: yeah i and that's <laughs> what i'm saying is like there's there's always going to be yeah. people above you making choices yeah. but an, anyway so we were talking mm-hmm. about the interview process yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and you so i was telling you yeah like a lot of conversational things for management um there was a, a... I've also done a lot of take-homes that are interesting for, like, oh, director-level.
2: Take take-homes.
1: Yeah, that I actually kind of, like, enjoy. Um, so uh, there was one where I was interviewing at a company that's in the music industry, and they started doing, um, during the Rona, they started doing, um, like, live-stream concerts. Hmm. And so they were like... Right now, it's very, like, basic. But we want to build out, like, a whole web page and, like, have interactive, like, you can tip the artists and, you know, you can vote on what the encore is going to be. And, like, we want all these features. You can, like, pay to get a shout out from the artist. And so, like, how would you take this idea and this, like, high-level, like, specification and, like, build a project, a technical design out of it and like all the way down to like how many engineers do you need how long is it going to take how much is this going to cost us what do we build versus buy um and that was actually very similar to another prompt that i did at the company i'm working at now um and so um was actually really fun like because it was a the it was a fake business where it was like a pottery company that wanted to expand and, like, move out of, like, just selling reservations, like, on pen and paper to, like, actually building out, like, an online thing.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And so I got to make a lot of fun jokes. Like, um, I called it Harry's Pottery. And um, (laughs) uh, I said, like, me and the CEO, Sir Amix, like, (laughs) ceramics. Yeah. Yeah, I made a bunch of really bad puns. I feel Um, like,
0: okay, this is already interesting because I feel like, you get to show your personality a lot more too which is not something that engineers do
1: well yeah because then like they had us do a uh, they had me us me do like a um a one hour meeting um where it was a technical design review and i just went over like all right here's the here's the review here's what i did like you know or here's what i propose we do any questions Do we have alignment on this and I think for me, the thing that, like, I put a lot of humor into these types of things and, like, put a lot of my personality and they even, like, said afterwards, like, you know, like, thank you for, like, making this fun. We've sat through a lot of very painful Mm -hmm. presentations in these interviews. And this one was, I think that's, I think that's why, um, you know, there's a company that I worked at um, a while ago that every single employee at the company, no matter what your role was, you had to do a presentation. Like, even the front desk associate, who I will say gave the best presentation I've ever seen, because it was about how, like, she worked at, like, um, Crate and Barrel, and, like, they were, like, out, like, doing the interior design for somebody's, like, mansion on an island, and, like, <laughs> all these things that went wrong, and how, like, you can only make so many trips back and forth because mm-hmm. you have to take a ferry. <laughs> so you had to, like, I don't know. It was just this whole thing. It was, like, I was literally on the edge of my seat. But, like, um, the presentation was the best part of the interview because, again, we get to see what this person's about. We get to, like, hear them, like, work through a problem that they've solved in the past. Um, I, I very much enjoy... A lot of companies, I think, are moving to these, like... Especially for, like, tech lead and higher roles, like these presentation-based yeah. formats. Um, I'm Now, I'm biased because, like, part of my resume is that I'm a public speaker, and so, like... Mm you know i enjoy doing this i know some people when they hear um presentation they lock up with fear um and so like that's a thing but
0: yeah well that's also i mean do you think giving presentations is like part of a manager's job
1: oh absolutely yeah so that's also the way you present information is so important um, well, well I'd say that ICs tend to be like, why do I have to do this? I just want to sit in the back and code. Well, and that's yeah, fine, but, but you
0: probably I mean, are ICs like going th- like how do they have presentation interviews?
1: Yeah, like at some companies like at the company that I work at right now, we have really? that. But here's the thing, like if you're working in a small startup, mm-hmm. there's no room for somebody to just sit there and just write code. Yeah. Like you need to be, you need to be active in meetings. You need to Mm -hmm. be like owning things. You need to be presenting the results of what you do. And so like, um,
0: especially if you're going to be a lead too, which is we're all leads.
1: You're (laughs) all leads. We're all leads. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That, I think that's the thing that people need to understand is like, you will grow so much Mm -hmm. if you work at a startup because you will own so much and you will have so many responsibilities and it's okay to not be perfect at all of them. Especially if you're, like, in a growth position. But you have to at least try.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. Different things for different personalities. I mean, the startup... uh, The startup interview game for ICs... Depends on the startup. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. Let me talk about... Uh, I'll do a quick rundown of...
2: Yeah, oh, ICs, that, like, individual displays? contributors,
0: gotta define, gotta define oh, out, yeah. here. out here. Individual contributors. Like <laughs> <laughs> so that's like engineers. And what's the another people who IC? do things
1: instead of me? Like the people who just talk yeah. about doing UX, things.
0: Are you UX as IC? UX designers. I mean,
2: every
1: every every role or every like uh, what am I trying to say? Non-managerial every role. Yeah, it's basically if you're not managing somebody, you're an individual contributor. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, here's the quick rundown if you're interviewing for Schmang. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: so confused.
0: Um, If you're interviewing for a big company. Okay, first... You've got one interview. You're probably there. You got a phone screen. They're probably not even bringing you in. They're like, and they're all like data structures, algorithms. Do you know binary, like search trees and how binary search
1: trees? Those are those things that I use every day as an engineer. Yeah,
0: it's like nonsense that you don't use as an engineer. It requires like they're supposed to be sort of like coding logic problems but it doesn't really like simulate anything you actually do as an engineer and it requires a lot of studying and in my opinion um it's dumb um
1: (laughs) yeah i wouldn't disagree well i mean it's it's if that's the kind of job you want it's uh you have to do that but it's it's, i don't i think understand it
0: it biases towards people who have a lot of free time Mm -hmm. to study because you don't do that stuff in your daily job and so you have to study it outside of your job anyway you've passed the phone screen um then i don't know sometimes you have another phone screen or maybe they take you to an on-site and before miss rona they would actually fly you in you had they'd give you a full experience they'd show you the gym they'd show you the sleeping pods they'd show you i don't know the cafeteria food um and then you would have like back-to-back for five hours interviews all of them still data structures algorithms um like i don't know what's a data structures algorithms problem um um like uh okay here's a classic here's a classic right um get so you have a maze like represented by a graph right that's like a classic you have a maze represented by a graph with like some of the graphs have like zeros and ones representing if you can move that way or if you can't move um like find the quickest way out of the maze and then you have to like code it in front of them, and it's stressful and awful. And that's the like big company.
1: You're already making me sad. <laughs> that's just hearing big this big company
0: situation, you know. Um,
1: it's the it's these leak code problems yeah. that like. What's leak code? Leak code is just like these like. Um, how do you explain lead code? It's lead just code, like it's like yeah. it's like wind sprints for coding. Wind it's sprints? Like,
0: what is a wind sprint? That is actually something you, I don't
1: know. It's like a you're a fitness person. It's when you like run back and forth really fast.
0: Are you like running against the isn't that, what's the difference between that and sprinting?
1: I don't fucking know. <laughs> you think I do these? I just know of it as like a really oh intense, quick, it's a fast I don't know.
0: Okay. Yeah, lead I'm code. <laughs> Lee Code is basically you going through and solving all of these like problems, all of these yeah, like, yeah.
1: yeah, difficult problems that you have to use like algorithms and shit for, and yeah. like it's just it's practice, it's, it's all practice. Yeah, it's like all these crazy algorithms that like you'll n- maybe do like once in your lifetime, if ever, and, yeah, like, in an actual like in an actual like work environment, and it's just it's just solving puzzles and it's solving uh,
0: puzzles. <sighs> um, I.
1: I know like when people are interviewing, they will spend literally like nine to five or nine to nine really. They will be awake all day studying these online Mm -hmm. and it just and they burn themselves out to get to the point where they get to interviews and they're exhausted. And like
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know. I don't find it to be a healthy way to prepare for interviewing. I don't find it to be a healthy way to interview. I mean, you're not
0: getting I mean, I don't even know realistically what they're screening for there
1: it's so i've heard yeah. that the philosophy behind this this is unconfirmed but and i actually believe this that it's it's actually they're they're solving for exhaustion <laughs> so what they do is cuz like at these shmang yeah. at these like fang companies at these big companies you're not doing just like one of these you're yeah. doing like a half a dozen at least mm-hmm. of these interviews mm-hmm. and the interview process drags on so Long yeah. and what they're trying to do is see, like, throughout this pro and now don't, don't forget, like, these interviews you're like before Miss Rona, you're sitting in a room,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a small room in one of these companies, and somebody comes in, they interview you for half an hour, they leave. Somebody comes in, mm-hmm. they interview you for half an hour, they leave, and this repeats literally for an entire day.
0: 45 minutes, on. sorry, 45 minutes So sorry, 45 minutes, yeah, gone.
1: Oh my god! Um, that
0: extra fifteen minutes really kills me. <laughs> it does. I'm like, are we done yet? Okay, go on.
1: Um, and so what they're trying to see is like, will you be like, can you just like keep, can you keep it up throughout mm-hmm. this whole thing? And if you can, what that shows them is that they can just work you to the bone. Like they can, like you can, they can have you slaving away on code all day, and you won't just get like tired.
0: Do you really think um, that's what they're screening for?
1: I mean, I think at some point, yeah, that, that that's where yeah. this interview process came from. Because like, there w- don't you know don't forget when like when like um, schmeta schmegma <laughs> when when like f- when Facebook was in like hyper growth mode,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like their engineers were working seventy hours a week. Yeah, and so like they needed people who can like solve difficult problems for that long of time, or even solve menial problems. For that period of time, um, so like I, I do get that, um, but that's not really how we work anymore, because it's been it's shown that that's not sustainable and that it's also not like profitable either. Like people make more mistakes that way, and, and you don't build good code through exhaustion. Um,
0: I mean, you know, I think uh, I don't know. The line is usually we want to know how you think. We wanna know like Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> but also you're almost never getting how someone thinks because everyone who passes these things just studies for them.
1: Yeah. <gasps> Wait, I have a story to tell.
0: Yeah. Tell your story. Because you
1: were you were talking about how they like bring you in and they like show you all these all like their office and everything yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they'll fly you out there, right? Yeah. So when I was in college and I did not want to work at a large company um, I I took an interview with... This is when I was in Boston. I took an interview with the local office of a large tech company that is based in Seattle. Mm-hmm. This is relevant. Or outside of Seattle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did not pass it because I took too long to answer their binary search tree problem, and mm-hmm. I was fine with that. Um, they said to me... So at, at the time, I wanted to work at a startup. And so I was I had been talking to all these startups out in San Francisco because I thought like well you got to go to San Francisco right Um, that's what I thought at the time at the very least Mm -hmm. Um, and so uh, I was like I hope that these small startups can afford to like fly me out there because I can't afford I'm I'm a poor college student I can't afford a ticket to to San Francisco Um, this tech company says look here's the deal you did not pass that interview but we really like you I was like hey then hire me. <laughs> well, give me an offer, but like, yeah. so there's another role that I think you'd be really good at. I was like, what? And they're like, project manager mm-hmm. or product mm-hmm. product manager. Yeah. And I was like, I would not be a good product manager. I like, are you kidding me? I'm a software engineer. They're like, here's the catch. It's at our headquarters, out in Washington State.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, they're like, you don't have to answer right now, but let me know if you want to interview for that role. Like uh, I don't know. And then I had a spark. I was like, "Yeah, actually, you know what? Let's do it. Yeah. I'll fly out to I'll fly out to Seattle. I'll interview with you." Um, I was gonna visit some family in San Francisco though, so instead of flying me back to Boston, could you just fly me down there? So they fly me out to Seattle. I bombed the interview on purpose because they asked me to design a fucking toaster. Like. Huh. They bring me in. No, so first off, they bring me in. They show yeah. me their, like, they put me in their showroom with all their technology. Mm-hmm. I entered a raffle to win one of their MP3 players. I didn't win. <laughs> Whack. Um, I'm like, what is this? Um, they literally have cars on their campus that drive you around.
2: Wow. So they
1: drive. Yeah, they bring me in for the interview. Wow. They give me lunch. And then and then it's time to start. And they're like, design a toaster oven for college students. And I just played as dumb as possible because I was like, this is dumb. So mm-hmm. I'm going to play dumb. On the interview, they cut it short. Oh,
0: nice. That's nice. I, it gets your time back. Yup. <laughs> That's,
1: That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. I go and I get, you know, spend my $75 per diem mm-hmm. for food at a bar uh, eating oysters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like so wasteful mm-hmm. that they do this, but they do it. So I did it. Mm-hmm. I got to see the Space Needle on their dime, got mm-hmm. a rental car. It was a whole thing. Nice. And then they flew me to San Francisco, where I then interviewed at a bunch of startups, got mm-hmm. a job, and um, I had all the startups that interviewed me um, chip in to pay for a flight home. So, hmm. I got a free trip to Seattle. Yeah. Uh, and um,
0: and then, yeah, you got them to pay to, for you to yeah, interview so all these other places. There you go. That's There's my
1: flex. Tip, I, do tip three, no, 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 I, I do not endorse this behavior. Tip number three. No, I do not endorse this <laughs> behavior uh, on the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was fun. Mm, okay, let me... Um, run through startup IC interviews quickly. Yeah, let's
1: talk. I want to know about what was your what was yeah. your interview experience at your current job.
0: Oh yeah, so currently I'm at a startup. I liked it. Um, it was architecture based, so mm. that means mean by
1: architecture. Yeah,
0: that means that I am like basically they asked me to design a application, basically. Okay. Like, the... How would the... So I'm trying to... I'm trying to put this in terms that aren't technical. <laughs> you see me being like, oh, no, how do I talk to the common person? Um, yeah, so... Basically, if... I wanted to... I want to give, up like, the exact question. So, I'm like... They were like, here's a product that we, like... Hypothetically, want how would you design the like architecture, like the coding, the mm. technology architecture of this system? um So, like front end, back end APIs, all like how how would the code work? How would the technology work? Basically, yeah, that, so, like how do, do all these things like, fit together? Yeah, how does everything yeah. fit together?
2: Yeah. I think that makes sense.
0: And I think those are, first of all, they're more practical. Because, like, once you become a little bit more senior, um, that is, like, what you spend your time doing a lot of the time is saying, okay, how do we build this thing? You know? And um, also, I think it's more fun. (laughs) I think it's more fun. Um, the big companies don't usually ask you those questions unless you're very, very, very senior. Like, I don't know, like, 12 plus years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As an engineer, usually. Because they don't let you do that stuff at big yeah. companies.
0: Which honestly makes those companies, like, sort of boring to work at because you're just working on, like, one small feature.
1: <laughs> Can you tell that we're biased?
0: Yeah, clearly, clearly, clearly. We should, we
1: should, like, um... We should get somebody on the pod mm-hmm. who works at a big company and loves it.
0: Yeah, we should. We should. We need
1: to, we need to find somebody no, who I know people, loves it.
0: Lots of people. Lots of oh, people. Oh, I forgot you have friends.
1: I don't. <laughs> lots <laughs> of people
0: love working at those big companies. Especially, like, also people, like, engineers. There's types of engineers who love working on these, like, very small, detailed problems
1: yeah that's true that is true they do get to like really own things in a way like this tiny little thing that and it's it's this this is mine yeah
0: they like (laughs) to go really like deep on the on every um, like tiny little aspect and they think that's exciting which is you know we need both we do need both
1: yes we do um
0: yeah so anyway i liked it i liked also they had a culture section i think you know, very different from the manager interviews?
1: Uh not that th- well, tell me and then I'll, I'll go interviews. Very through the different manager from Pulsar. the manager
0: interviews is that um a lot of people don't screen for oh, that
1: personality. They don't, sorry.
0: Yeah, I didn't finish. Okay.
1: Don't I'm finish. sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't screen for the personality of an engineer. because um, They don't care if we're assholes. And then um, you end up with a lot of issues down the line as a company. Oh, my God.
1: I I care way more about... I don't know. I care way more about somebody's going to be an asshole than if they're like how fast they can code an algorithm. But that's just me, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think... You know, system's broken. All of that. I personally... I mean, the big tech companies, We're like, we've already talked about, like, that's one thing. But if a startup is, isn't asking you culture questions or hard-hitting culture questions, mm-hmm. that's a huge red flag for me. Because, yeah. remember, like, you're interviewing the company as much as they're interviewing you.
1: I think next time we should talk about that. Because I had a lot of, like, for me, you know, I had a lot of things where... I'm at a point in my career where I'm tired of going to a company and then trying to explain to them why DEI matters, why having like yeah. an inclusive environment matters. Um, and so I screen a lot for that and I had a lot of frustrating experiences, especially in my last interview cycle, trying to interview the company and be mm-hmm. like, prove to me that you actually care about this. And like them just saying problematic things or them being like, actually we don't, um, <laughs> yeah like actually that's actually, cool and all. we
0: don't
1: like at least they're I don't
0: honest,
1: know. well, like they say it in the dumbest ways. they're like, yeah, no, diversity is very important, but everything comes at a cost, yeah, like as soon as they start talking about the cost of diversity, like as the first response, it's like, Shut up,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, when I was interviewing my like I like very directly was like you only get an interview with me if you properly answer these three questions. <laughs> like so one was about the actual work, one was about pay, and then the other one was like like tell me about like the diversity at your company, like something like that, and it was mm. it was always some fucking nonsense.
1: And then like the fourth one is like a riddle, like like <laughs> la- like in the remember that in, in like labyrinth. Like yeah. Two yeah. doors stand be be in front of you. <laughs>
0: Please solve this riddle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One of them always lies, the other always tells the truth.
0: Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like some nonsense. We don't have any women or like t- minorities on the team, but We're working on it. How? How? Why don't you... Like, what are the initiatives that you're using to work on it? Like, have you actually given this any thought? Like...
1: Well, it's a pipeline problem. It's a
0: pipeline problem. Um, And also, like, okay, how are you promoting inclusion in the workplace, even if you don't have diversity like am i gonna walk in and feel like included even if there isn't like a lot of diversity or are you just focused on diversity without inclusion just
1: yeah <sighs> you know that's an interesting thing is like and we should definitely talk about this like in and on. but like you have diversity in your workplace If you like no matter what, even if you have all white males Mm -hmm. working for you, there is still diversity
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Do all of those white males come from two parent families Do Mm -hmm. all of those white males come from the same socioeconomic status. Like if you don't recognize the diversity that you have, how are you going to uh, approach and appreciate the diversity that that you're that you want to have? so in part two we'll come back and we'll talk about techniques to interview the company that you're interviewing with which is very important i think that's like we'll start there and then um maybe there will be a part three i don't know but like i think that's like because that's the one thing that isn't talked about enough i mean people be like oh here's a couple of questions that are good to ask but like interviewing is more than just asking questions and so like Um, there's definitely a lot of different things that we can, that we should talk about there.
0: Yeah. You Um, really need to calibrate your bullshit meter. Oh yeah.
1: Bullshit (laughs) meter on high.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, there's a lot of things you could do. I guess. Yeah. We'll talk about it in part two.
1: May I be blunt with you? If you'd like to write in with any questions you'd like to have answered, Topics you'd like covered, or other general nonsense, send Rami and I an email at iwouldneverknowpod at gmail Thanks for listening. Until next time.
0: Are we doing this again?
1: Oh, we're gonna do this again. Are you sure? Oh, and then we're gonna do it again and 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 again
2: and again.